Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. As you know, uh, you have a good day yesterday. I have a good, I, honestly, I don't. Jay, like, man, come on, slow down. I don't even You know remember. what I mean, Key? Can we talk a little life, Max, for a second? Yeah, I mean, yeah we go to bed late and wake up early, and they just, one day bleeds into the next. I wake up, it's still dark out, as you know, and, and like, really dark. So, like, yesterday, I have to think all the way back. I don't know. I guess it was, yeah. I remember. Apparently, yesterday, I got in some Twitter beef with Stan Van Gundy. What happened uh, well, with Stan Van Gundy? Because I got asked what my dream job is, and I stated, you know, Georgetown basketball would be like a dream job for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stan said, why are you campaigning for somebody's job? Have some integrity. Mm. Like, oh, oh. Okay. Who said that? Uh, Stan Van Gundy. So apparently yeah, I, I have no, so I have no, no, I have no integrity key because I, I can't state no, what Jay? a dream job Jay? is. No, listen to me. Okay, talk me through it, Key. You have to do it differently when you're in the coaching circle. Mm. You cannot do it publicly. You have to be slick. But he's not. He's go not behind people's back. You got a backdoor. Your you way got a backdoor. Go oh, meet okay. with the president of the university. Yeah. It don't tell Patrick Ewing you doing it. But then when you see Patrick, you say, "Hey, how you doing, man?" <laughs> yeah. And then you go meet with the athletic director, and yeah, then you start you. building your staff and sending it via email to them. That, that's the way coaches. You know, real slick. That's how you got to do it. You know, I have to agree with Jay, though. I think the way, like, people, I've had, I've been in the business over 25 years, 25 years now. So. No, but coaches is different, I know, though, I know it's different. different. I know it's yeah. different. They backstab each other. But even in this business, like, I've been approached when I've turned something down or I've been considering it. Someone come up, hey, would you mind if I threw my hat into the ring, like, out of respect? And I tell everyone the same thing. No one is owed a job. Like, I don't, I don't own a job. If you want to come for my job, come and get it. Be better than me. But Go I, I, take it. But I laugh at the whole thing. It's like, oh, show some integrity. So, like, who's, who's said I want the door sound? <laughs> I say it was a dream job. But dream you know job, the coaching. And, and but, by the way, Pat Ewan, like, nobody's Jay, calling for Pat Ewan to be fired. Yeah. I haven't. Now, fans are talking about that. That's on them. <laughs> Jay. So, like, I'm not campaigning for Pat to get it's fired. It's actually much more straightforward to do it your way. No. In the coaching world, Jay, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, because they be co- slick as all things. In the coaching team. world, they stab each other in the back and hide, you know, all that. But there's an I'll etiquette. come work yeah. for you. Yeah. I'll come work for you. You yeah, hire me. You behind your back. And then all of a sudden, you have a bad stretch. I'm telling the owner, see, I would be able to do it better if you just put me in that seat. Yeah, they do that, man. It's unbelievable. Have some integrity. I said, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> please, Stan Van Gundy. Action tonight. As the yeah, Lakers Jay. host the Mavs, coverage begins at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, on select ESPN radio stations. See, I, now, now I have a problem, Jay, because you're my dude. But I, I like Van, not but, I like Van Gundy on Twitter. I like Stan's whole, I like the cut of his jib. But now he's beefing with my guy. I Stan, saw him on your side. Stan, if you really want to know. That's bad, Stan Van really Gundy. If you really want to know, Stan, reach out to me. Yeah, Call that, me. That's right. Do Come it, on, man. Right, you can do I that. Thought you cool. wanted the, I thought you wanted the cow job, Jay. <laughs> The, the what the UK Kentucky? 
<laughs> oh, your dream job should be Duke. Thanks for telling me what my dream job should be. Right. Thank you. Now Coach Shire got to watch out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because someone's asking you your dream job. Like in some fantasy world, what would it be? And so you say, well, this is what it is, and then you, act like you're, you're like, oh, there's no context. Nobody asks him, like, because you guys hear what people ask me on the street. It's, like, this, if somebody doesn't ask me via Twitter, that means nobody ever asked me the question. This is the problem I find with social media, honestly. My, you is know my dream job? To, what's that? You want to know mine? Go ahead. I want to be the, the head coach of the USC Trojans. Uh-oh. It's not Controversy. Lincoln Raleigh. I don't want to have to go through everything coaches go through to get a head coaching job. Right. I just want mine handed to me based on, based on my accolades and what I did at USC. So, Keith, let me let me ask you a question because I think Max, this just brings up a, a, a unique a unique topic about where we are in, in coaches. Because right, this uh, notion that you have to go through being an assistant coach for twenty years. Right. We've seen guys like Deion Sanders. We've seen guys like Steve Kerr. We've seen guys like Jay Kidd. Key, if you know players, if you know how to talk to players, if you have a lot of experience in dealing with players and family members and creating the right culture, yeah. like the X's and O's of football, could you could you find people to help you kind of navigate that? Oh, absolutely. I can okay. put the coldest staff together in the history of sports. So why don't play it on a seven on seven team anyway? Give me a budget. Give me a budget to hire my guys. I could tell you who I'm hiring off the top. I could I could have a staff put together you in a heartbeat. I'm not going to I'm not I'm not telling you I don't, don't we, that's not what we do. We Depends don't tell people. See, and, but, but this is the people. problem with social media as I was no, saying. No, we're not telling you Max who I'm going to hire as my offensive coordinator. You got to be slick. This key. is the problem. You have to be so thoughtful if you like before you like post something like you're that's an innocent tweet, right? And it can be taken the wrong way. I remember when we got Bin Laden Everyone, everyone was like Jeez celebrating God. on. Jeez listen, everyone, everyone was celebrating on Twitter. It's okay. It's all right. Well, yeah. Okay, all right. I'm listening. I got covered. Bax is on the show. We guys got covered. Guys you have my attention, got, right? And 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 everyone's tweeting about it on Twitter. Now, Marcellus Wiley, my former broadcast partner, yeah, is you know out night. there partying at that moment. So so he tweets all caps hydration situation with all these exclamation points. So your whole timeline is like, oh, my God, oh, my, look at what's going on. And then he's, like, oblivious to it and tweets something. You, like, the, 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 the danger of social media is you can post something from your point of view completely innocent, and it can be taken, it was insensitive, or it was this, or it was that, or you didn't know you were doing anything, and it looks like a certain way. Anyway. He wasn't doing anything. Right. His dream job is the Georgetown Hoyas. If oh, they would have ever reached out to him, and say, hey, are you interested in this situation? He would then say, yes, but you have a coach right now. And then they would say, well, not for long. And then he would reach out to Patrick and say, hey, man, I'm hearing these are the things that's going on. What are you hearing? And they'll communicate. And then he'll go interview on a tarmac somewhere privately, and he'll take the job. Who's the staff, Key? I want names. I don't know who his staff would be. Oh, you're talking about my staff? No, I want Key's staff. staff. Oh, I know Carlos Boozer would have a position. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> right? Bulls, Bulls have well, 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 Carlos does have uh, his son is the number one player in the country for his age, Cameron Boozer. So that, that yeah. may be the right move. That's the way to go. That may be the right move, Keith. Might be the fourth <laughs> yeah, assistant, right. but that's okay. That boy, good. If you want to win, let me tell you. Let me tell you the first person. The first person I would hire. All right, as my offensive coordinator. Okay. Todd Haley would be the first person I hire. So he got Todd Haley as OC. Who's the DC? As, as my offensive coordinator. It's like fantasy football with coaching staff. Who's Who the would DC? I hire? Yeah. Who would I try to hire? Yeah. 
I'd probably try to hire Rex. Mm. So Ooh. I got two former head coaches, mm-hmm. and I know both personalities well. Yep. And but in Todd's like I could. I mean, I'm not even worried about him. I I could deal with that. We'll go after my guy Kevin Ollie. Um. Hey, yo. So special team two. special teams coordinator. Oh, yeah. I try to get Rich Basaccia. Oh, I like the staff so far. Um. Bring NFL. Bring NBA down to college. Receiver. Receiver coach, I would talk to Todd, and then I would say, I, I want to go after Sean Jefferson or Keenan McCardell or or uh, Yarbrough from the Rams. That you would be put my this receiver on our coach. social media account. Tweet it out. This is Key's staff for <laughs> the USC job. The USC job. Then I would then, <laughs> then I would for SC then job. I would let any job. Then I would let uh, Todd hire the offensive line coach. He would he would know who to get on the offensive line side. Defensively, the Eagles. What's his name? Um, we'll go get whoever it is. Yeah. Uh, we got all the money in the world. Yeah. Then defensively, Rex can handle the defensive staff. He can handle that. That's yours. You can be able to afford you Rex, man. That. How big is the budget at USC? Well, Rex is. Well, you know, in college football is like pros now. We can pay whatever. I mean, people. You know, it's DCs and OCs in college making two or three Stoutland. million. I looked it up. Stoutland, Jeff Stoutland. Jeff Stoutland. Yeah. Would Max have yeah. a place on your staff? Would he be? Uh, He's the special like assistant, special assistant to the head coach slash general manager Keyshawn Johnson. Wait, wait, special I assistant. You just became the assistant. You're a special assistant. All right. To the head coach. All right. You know slash general manager Keyshawn Johnson. You know that. What I get is long. I need a coffee. Yeah, Max. Yeah, yeah. That's okay, but I'll be soaking up. Yates was in my ear. What did you say, Jay? I need a coffee, Key. Special assistant role. But that's No, no. Special assistant to the head coach. You do everything that the head coach can't do. Because he's busy. Which is get your own coffee. No, I, that's is, all right. Well, but that's not okay. really. The get, secondary usually helps you with that because she's right outside your office door. You We're can't building. You never get too big to get people coffee. That, 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 uh, that was taught to me a long time Man, ago, and it's you know how much You know how much power Max has as a special he assistant to the head coach? He has your ear. I'm signed up. They've got to soak up all the knowledge from They've got to talk to him to get to me. Yeah, and go. they all know that. You're the gatekeeper. Special they already know. He's the gatekeeper. Coach. Come on. What the hell Jay, did I ever do? I Jay, like gatekeeper I, as a title more so than special assistant. And when I'm walking, Jay, and I stop, he has to stop right behind me. Not, not next to me, but slightly yeah. off from behind me. He has to stop. When I walk and somebody, he stops. Then he lets me know, hey, uh, we got to leave in five minutes. The car's taking off. And, <laughs> Do you understand after doing that job for two or three years that I would be able to run an NFL team? Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. and then it puts him in a position two, three, four years from now as somebody is looking for president of a team, they come and they pluck pluck Max Kellerman from me. And he goes and he runs the team and screws it up. Because he has the whole blueprint. Do you he understand has the, whole the absurdity screws that I would up. even have a job in the NFL of any kind? <laughs> the fact that I get to be the special assistant to the GM, I'm in. What about special you, Jay? Who's on, b- before we, we get out of here, who's on enough, your staff? We don't have enough time to tell who's on my staff. When, who's on your staff? I'm, I'm keeping that private now. Carlos Boozer? now it's personal, Stan Van Gundy. <laughs> Is Van Gundy on your staff? No, Give him a job on Van your Gundy staff. is not on my staff. Work it out. Give him, extend an olive branch. Would you put him on your Boozer, staff? Yes or Boozer's no? the first guy. Boozer's though, first pick in the draft. He's got to handle Jay's problems, and everybody knows Booze don't mess around. So, nope. mm. you know, 
He's a, he, everybody going to respect that. That's a package When deal. they want to come back at Jay and argue with him, Bulls like, chill, man. He, this is why he's God. doing this with you. He wants you to be this type of player. All I know is I'm the special assistant GM. Should Mike McCarthy, I'm, I'm in. Should Mike McCarthy be on the hot seat if the Cowboys lose to the Bucs? Keyshawn J. Willemax. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I've got a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than this playoff game. His ass is going to get fired if he doesn't win this playoff game, but it won't be because of the playoff game. I got a whole bunch of other data that's sitting on my desk. We're going to put all that together, and then we're going to put the icing on top with the loss in the playoff game to the Bucks, and then we're going to fire him. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Guys, should Mike McCarthy, not whether he will or won't be, should Mike McCarthy be on the hot seat? I can't even ask that with a straight face. I'm getting rid of McCarthy if they lose to the Bucs, period. Me, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think he should be on the hot seat, but that's just me. I I don't, what am I getting that's better? What are my options? Uh, Sean Payton. So is that realistically an option? But I like know, he, like but knowing she, Sean Payton, like would he actually want to do that? We know how coaches are, right? Having the autonomy. Would Jerry has have to put autonomy? something in writing. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. He's only had success having the autonomy. Okay. So his his mentor is the 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 the, the guy who created the autonomy in Bill Parcells. Exactly. So, you know. Uh, he left essentially. Sean left New Orleans, and Mickey Loomis is there as a general manager. But Sean is, you know, they worked hand in hand together. But it was really all about Sean. And so, even when he takes a job somewhere, most likely that general manager is going to be pushed down to another role at some point because he's going to probably want to bring in his own guy. And, but look, man, if I'm losing Dan Quinn. And we got just blasted in the first round by the Bucks. I may have to think about it. 
I may have to think about certain okay. things. I I got to look at the I got to look at everything, Max. I can't just look at the playoff game. Okay, that's gonna. I got to look though, at the whole if, season. If they lose the whole early, time he's yeah. been here, if they lose early, key and their calling card is their defense, right? And Dan Quinn is one of the hottest guys on the market again. Like that's just a natural progression. You know what? We are joined now by someone who knows a thing or two about the stuff that goes on and hears stuff ahead of time and has his own opinions to boot. In fact, he's getting he's texts a very and returning texts text right now. Right now. Does McCarthy still have a job? Uh, right now? I'm trying to find out. Oh, what do you yeah, get? yeah, no. They don't, you don't generally fire guys three days before playoffs. I was wondering games. what you're getting. What kind of information is <laughs> That'd Dan be a bold move. <laughs> bold move, Cotton. Yeah. Dan Graziano, it. ESPN NFL Insider, least, with us now. At All least, right. Dan, we haven't seen that move yet, right? Not That's yet. coming at some point in the future. Dan, how, how far do the Cowboys have Some to these owners are a little nuts. We, we, we came to a consensus yesterday. Yes. And I thought this before the season started. Two playoff wins. Yeah. And you keep your job less than that. You don't. What do you think if you're McCarthy? I think if they lose this week, that there's probably a conversation, I, I think, in that building. I, I, don't, I don't dismiss out of hand what Jerry Jones said the other day. I know a lot of people have. But I think his recent history suggests that we shouldn't. Um, so I, I don't believe he wants to do anything with Mike McCarthy. I think that's who he wants to have as a coach. And you got to remember, guys, like Cowboys coach is a different job than the other 31. Like when a Cowboys game ends, when, when, when the game with any of the other 31 teams ends, you go into the press conference with the head coach. When a Cowboy game ends, you go and talk to Jerry Jones, right? <laughs> and like he is the center of the universe, you're not going to bring in a coach. Like, people want to put Sean Payton there. It doesn't make any sense. Sean Payton's going to want personnel control. The Cowboys aren't going to want to give their head coach personnel control. Like, it just – it doesn't – so, so Mike Jerry McCarthy, will never reach the age, you think, where he's like, you know what, I'd like to live to see another Cowboys championship. It's more important than me doing it my way. I'd just like to get it done. He hasn't done that yet, man. Yeah, but man, every year that goes by it. is one less and year it on earth, you know? And it doesn't, it doesn't matter. His sons are an extension of him. Forever. Um, Max, what? Yes, forever. As long as they own the team. No, I'm saying you don't live forever. I know, but I think he's just gonna. I'm just gonna say, like his way. The Cowboys are a very profitable enterprise. They're doing well. Dan, what's going on with Lamar Jackson and his situation? (laughs) Well, I I I want to start by saying I I do believe that his knee hurts. Like I I don't think that anyone's you know faking anything or, or. or holding out because of the contract, whatever. I, I think his knee hurts him. I think the team thought it would be better by now, uh, and it's not. And it's causing a very odd and frustrating situation for, I believe, everybody. Um, the speculation, of course, is that you know he obviously doesn't want to play if he's less than 100%. The speculation is that that is a relatively new development because it used to be that he would play when he was less than 100%, and now that the contract situation is what it is, maybe he's more hesitant. Again, that's outside speculation. Um, if that's the case, then we're looking at a situation where, you know, they could be headed for a problem. It could be headed for an offseason where it's a franchise tag and trade demand situation. Like, that's all possible here. Um it's also possible it gets resolved and they end up doing a contract and he plays there forever. But right now, it's in a dicey spot because, I mean, they have a playoff game this week against the Bengals, you know, a division rival, one of the best teams in the league. They're going to have to play it with probably a third-string quarterback. That's not the kind of thing that helps smooth situations like this over. And, again, I'm not saying that he's 
withholding services. I don't believe that to be the case. I think he's injured. But the situation is one that I think the team thought would be resolved by now, and I think there's some frustration that it's not. So then that's been my whole point this whole time. I'm like, okay, so you just confirmed that the knee is still a thing. So that's my understanding. Yeah, understand yeah I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here like I, I, with the player. I'm not going to say on injury stuff with a player. I'm never going to say, oh, it's it's not as bad. Like that's it's his body and his knee, right? I'm, right. So, but it, it's also I think expected sometimes, especially of NFL players, that you're always injured. So you know you play through injury. Right. And I'm sitting here trying to look at things pragmatically from an athlete perspective who has a lot on the line, like Lamar's. Yeah. Okay. Well. Maybe I shouldn't have played at the beginning of this year. People said I should have held out, but I played, mm-hmm. and now I have this injury. Why, why should I jeopardize my health again without me getting what I wanted? Like, why would I do that? And if, if that is what's going on in his head, and again, if, we don't know that. If. If that's what's going on in his head, then that points up a, a problem, right, that didn't exist before. It was always, well, we'll get it worked out. We want to stay. He wa- we want him to stay. He wants to stay. We'll get it worked out. In the meantime, we're all focused on one thing, and that's winning the Super Bowl. If that has shifted in his mind, then this becomes a situation worth watching closely into the offseason because it could result in a, a, a divorce between player and team at some point. Dan, what's the situation? So which one of the two players are the Giants going to lose mm. This offseason, Saquon Barkley or Daniel Jones or both? I think they'll keep Saquon because I think it's going to be pretty cheap to franchise him. Um, So I think that's probably the way they go if they can't get a deal done with him. And then with Daniel Jones, I I think honestly it's a question of what's the price. And my, I covered the Giants for years. Obviously, new front office, maybe things work a little differently. But in general, what the Giants have done is, you know, if you, we, we have a number that we, we will go to for you. And, and if you want more than that, if you think you can get more than that, then we'll kind of wish you well. So there's probably a number on Daniel Jones that they won't go past. And the question becomes, would somebody else? But I, I Dan, would, we've speculated that yeah. that's, I said early in the season, give him three years, 75. Key said it's going to cost you more like 390. And I said, deal. Well, is, is that around the range you're thinking, right? Like upper middle class salary? Or is it beyond that? Is that too, what are you thinking? Well, I don't think twenty-five a year would get it done. Not I mean, anymore. That's, for that, sure, right, right. Exactly. That's that's that's, that's really high. Yeah. Told you, Max. No, no. But five games into <laughs> the season, anymore. it might have. Yeah, five I, I games weren't gonna get it done either. It's got to be in the thirties, I would think. I mean, if yeah. it, it's starting quarterback money, I mean, I, I don't think that's. I think that's kind of mid-range starting quarterback money at this he's point. Better than so, mid-range. And that's mid-range starting quarterback money for guys that signed contracts three years ago. Matt, right. who's had number one QBR in the last month of the season? Daniel Jones. I mean, he got the Giants. Wait, right. With, like, no receiver. I mean, nothing. nothing. So what would the deal look like, do you think, Dan? What are you thinking that deal looks like? I think it's, I think it's probably down. shorter term, like you said, like a three-year kind of thing. And, and I think the number is, is somewhere, you know, in the th- – look – the, the comparison Buck is Buck 05, three years, 105. <laughs> just We're give Max a number, Dan. Just, just Max needs a number. You know me, Key. I think that, I mean, uh, to me, that would get. Look at, here's the comp. The deal Teddy Bridgewater did with the Panthers a couple years ago, and then adjust that for inflation, maybe a, a little bit of what Daniel Jones did this year. If you look at that, it would, you know, had the first year and a big chunk of the second year guaranteed. Like that kind of structure, and the number would reflect whatever wherever the market's gone in the in the two or three years since that happened. You heard so. it from Dan Graziano, three one zero five. Thank you, Dan. Doesn't sound like me. I'll see you later in the day. Yeah, I'll be here. Uh, he's on a terrific show. Handsome host. This just in, two p.m. Eastern, ESPN.
Which home team is most likely to be one and done in the playoffs? Keyshawn J. Willemax. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Monday Night Football. Playoffs Cowboys at Bucks. That was as uh, thorough a butt kicking as we've had this year. We're going to find out if I get you ready or not. They're mad at me because they said they're soft. This whole team's soft, but they are. Dallas Cowboys don't put back-to-back stinkers together like this. you got to start with the most important thing, which is Dak Prescott's interceptions. That has to change if they want to make it far in the playoffs. The highest pressure cooker of any team in the entire league and try to beat the greatest of all time, that's a very tough sell for the Dallas Cowboys. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Which home team is most likely to be one and done in the playoffs? Boy, we're staring down the barrel of these playoffs right now. What happened to this season? It's gone already. We're into the playoffs. Which home team? I like all these matchups. I mean, until Lamar got hurt, to me it looked like a lot of these matchups could go either way. And, and when I say either way, it's weird. Like, I could see the Cowboys blowing out the Bucks or the Bucks beating the Cowboys, right? I could, see, I could see, like, a lot of these underdog teams winning. But which is most likely of the home teams to be one and done? Here are, the, are Saturday's wild card games. Ready, guys? Seahawks at Niners. Most people nowadays are telling you the Niners are the class of the NFC, if not of the NFL. They've won 10 straight San Francisco. Chargers at Jaguars. Chargers get healthy and Justin Herbert's good and all those weapons are okay. Meantime, Trevor Lawrence has been one of the best quarterbacks in football in the second half of the season. Then Sunday's wild card games. Dolphins at Bills. Of course, the Dolphins won't have two. I think it's safe to say that would be the biggest shocker, right? Giants at Vikings. Lost very close to the Vikings on a 62-yard field goal at Minnesota. 
last couple weeks. And Ravens at Bengals, and that's the heartbreaker if Lamar doesn't play because that would really be a wild card type game like either team's game. Without Lamar, I don't know. And then Monday's wild card game, Cowboys at Bucks. It's 8.15 p.m. Eastern on ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN Plus, and ESPN Deportes. So, guys, Key, I'll start with you. Which home team is most likely to be one and done? Uh, you know, when the most likely come in, it's 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 hard to, to pin this down, especially against the San Francisco 49ers. But it's hard to beat a team three times in a season. Um, I, I would think for me, most likely 49ers can go down simply because Seattle, who they've outscored 48 to 20 in the two games that they've played them this year. But three times, if you go back and you remember how dominant the New Orleans Saints were over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the regular season when they beat them twice the year Tom Brady went to the Super Bowl and won, they wind up beating them in the playoffs to continue throughout the playoffs. And I look at sort of the same thing for Seattle against San Francisco where you got to see them a third time now, and this time you're seeing them with a different quarterback as well. And Pete Carroll – is a great coach. Like I love that pick. I think that's a. I, I think Seattle could play. Tra- I, I like San Francisco. Okay. But in Taki's point, also the reason no team wins has ever won in the NFC ten games in a row heading into the playoffs is you're due to get popped eventually, right? Now, in addition to everything else, they're kind of due. And and I, I I just think I think Seattle. A lot of NFC teams probably looking at Seattle like they're going to play traffic cop for us right now and stop this this juggernaut. Just Who do you like? Sure, Jay? but you're not taking the pick, right? No, I'm not. I'm taking. Well, are you taking the pick? Are you taking Seattle to beat San Francisco? No, I'm or? taking the Niners, but you're I'm answering the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. most likely. I'm, yeah. I'm answering the question. Yeah. What about you, Jay? I mean, I, I, I the Jags to me. Hmm. I mean, I, Trevor Lawrence is playing out his tail, and I give Doug Peterson a lot of credit. Uh, their defense stepped up in their last game, got a pick six that really helped them out. Um, even with an injury, I mean, I, I, I still like the way Justin Herbert literally on barbecue ribs has saved this season. And pretty much you could say maybe save the coaching job for Brandon Staley by getting this team to the playoffs. So I, uh, That's a great pick, too. And, Jay, there's something about Herbert that is – remember, like Joe Burrow gets to the Bengals, and he won a national title. He did all these things. He's the number one pick. But the culture of the Bengals, can you really win in that play? He totally changed the culture. And I look at Justin Herbert. You know, Chargers going to charge her, right? So if you like the Jags, it's also like even if the Chargers are winning, they'll figure out a way to screw it up. But also, Justin Herbert, there's something about him where you're, you're hoping that this guy doesn't get labeled, oh, he just can't win, right? Or maybe he just can't. You're hoping that's not the case and that he can do in, in L.A. for the Chargers what Burrow well, did you got- for Cincinnati. Well, it's going on in his third year. So that label's going to come if he don't win in the playoffs. That's what you do to everybody else. Yep. That's what they did to Lamar. That's what they did to Josh Allen. That's what they do to everybody. That's what they do to Dak Prescott when the playoffs come. You can't win. And if he doesn't win, that's what will happen to him. So it's not going to be a most likely this is what – if he doesn't win, that's what's going to happen. You're forgetting a couple things, Key. He's 6'6", long blonde hair. He's got the hair. Six foot six with the hair. And I like Justin buys Herbert. You a little time. What's, all right, listen, I love yeah, Justin Herbert. Buy, but you're right. That's what I'll say. He's right. He's right. All right, here's You know, I can only imagine what, what game you're going to pick. You'll never guess. In a million years, you won't guess who I'm going to pick. And I, I dare you to guess which pick. You will never get it. Who do you think? 
Giants Vikings. You're right. <laughs> Giants gonna beat the Vikings. <laughs> Shocker. First of all, uh, I, I like what they're doing in Minnesota. I think Dayball is the coach of the year. And I say that, look, I'm a Giants fan. I never felt like, not since Parcells, hey, my team's got the best coach in football. Even when Coughlin won Super Bowls, I never thought, okay, Coughlin's the best coach in football. I would not trade this Giants coaching staff for any staff. Not at this moment. Key, that could change tomorrow, right? But right now, that's how I feel. No, they headed in the right direction. You don't have to worry about that. He's going to be around. He's going to be a Giant head coach for a very long time. I hope so. I love this. This isn't a Ray Perkins. This isn't a. Uh, uh, you know, one of those guys. What was it? Ray Perkins was the coach for like a year. <laughs> for a minute, the Giants been cycling through. Recently, been cycling through coaches every other year. So, so there's that. I think the Giants have the edge at quarterback. Pat Shermer. I'd rather Shermer. Oh my god. I'd rather have Daniel <laughs> Joe Jones Judge. and Kirk Cousins. I think the Giants McAdoo. have the edge on defense. <laughs> and and the last time they played in Minnesota a couple weeks ago. It took a 62-yard field goal to beat the Giants. Yeah, like if, the Giants if, if, if it was just a straight-up, most likely, like, you know, if we weren't picking all the different teams, I for sure would have picked the Giants over Minnesota. Right, yeah. This you're, is Minnesota. I just good, don't. He's being a good teammate. You know what's really interesting about it? So Minnesota. You got, you got Seattle over San Francisco, mm-hmm. where you're most likely. I, I have. I have the Jags losing at home to the Chargers. Max, you have the Giants winning on the road against the Vikings. I'm, I'm surprised that nobody has said the Cowboys over the Bucks. Like, he, like right. this is – I mean, I, and I, I get the way the narrative is building up. But, you know, Key, when everybody starts to build this narrative up, like, I, it, it makes me start to lean towards the opposite direction here. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, it, are the Cowboys just going to straight up blitz the Bucks? They like, might. They like, might. <laughs> What's weird is I could see the Bucks squeaking by the Cowboys, and I think that's my pick. But if the Cowboys win, I could see them destroying the Bucks, right? Like, I could see the Cowboys running it up on them. I'll take the boys to win. You're well, you can boys? see it I'll in a lot of places in here than a lot of places, right? You can ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN+, Plus, ESPN Deportes. You can, you can see the game on Monday night. 8.15 p.m. Eastern in all way, those places. The way the Cowboys came off their last game, a loss, how – how putrid the, like the defense was. Oh, here's this stat about how they are on grass as, a, as opposed to how they're on turf. Raymond James Stadium, that's tur- Bermuda turf. Like the whole, all well, the You narratives. were the one that read that. I know. And I wasn't going to say nothing, but the I best, just laughed. They got the best I said, I can't believe that he's sitting there talking about the grass is the way, the reason that they're losing. I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm, saying, I was like, hey, I'm repeating I didn't what even Jason want to say. I didn't who was once the head coach of the Cowboys, who knows their personnel, he said it on TV. Jay, <laughs> you're not about to get me going down uh, the Jason that Garrett road. rabbit hole? Yeah. No, I just Cowboys. said it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Max. Uh, Cowboys, Bucks, 8.15 p.m., <laughs> ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN+, Plus, and ESPN Deportes on Max, like Monday big, night. Cool. Big, how do you say it, Vic? Ben... Ventriloquist? How you say it? Yeah, ventriloquist. Yeah, you said it, Max. Say it again. Say it again. Ventriloquist? Did I say it right? You said it. Just put a T on the end. Yeah, yeah. Max, that's Max. (laughs) All right. Meantime, Cowboys have the best player on the field in Micah Parsons. Like, that that could also be. All right. That's which home team. We already did that. Which home team? Is going to win in the playoffs. I think we all know it's the Giants. It's losing the playoffs. And I think the Giants are going to pop the Vikings. Let's face it. All right. Guys, uh, police 
released body cam footage of Odell Beckham Jr.'s removal from a plane in November. Oh, God. What, what do we think do? about the situation now? Coming up, Keyshawn J. Willemax. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com Keyshawn, j will and max the podcast so guys when odell beckham jr in november was kicked off a plane for sleeping basically at the time as soon as you heard the story people with common sense were going oh come on because if you travel a lot especially you know Sometimes you, you're basically comatose. You're so tired, you're going to sleep on the plane. It takes a while for the plane to take off. You're waiting on the runway. If you were out the night before, you go to Not fine, to mention if you're fine. coming straight from the club, right? But, like, even but, – so, so, But why is that a problem? It, it shouldn't be a problem. No. But, but you hear her say it in the video, country, though. you go wherever you he want. at the club. Now, right. So now you're on the plane, and you fall asleep. <laughs> And sometimes the airline attendant has to come over and tell you to put on your seatbelt, and sometimes it's hard to wake you up. I've been shaken awake, or right? Like, that oh, one, excuse me, sir. We're going to need you to just uh, – your, your chair yeah, is your slightly chairs, reclined. We're going to need you to – Your chair yeah, is one but then, inch, and they have to move it up. Yeah, as much as, as much as we fly, we all know. It's simple and easy. You move the chair up, or they tell you. You groggy, you fall back down, they come yeah. back over, they say, hey, you do can again. you do this, yeah. can you do that? They stand and hover over you for a couple seconds, and then either you do it or they keep pestering you and bothering you, and it depends on who you get. Sometimes you get people that just have a bad day at work, yeah, and they yeah. no matter what you say, hey, don't talk to me. That it's like, yeah. well, I not even a bad person, just you. a bad day at work. They didn't sleep yeah. a lot either. Or so, can they do it? And you, then you do it, and then as soon as they leave, you recline the chair back. Especially, by the way, especially <laughs> if you get on the plane and you got your little plane outfit. Sometimes you I might got have a plane, plane outfit. outfit. Yeah, right. <laughs> like in other words, you got some sweatpants that you put on, or hundred percent, or my some shorts or yeah. something that you get comfy. My hoodie, okay. my dark glasses, yeah. my hat, and I'm pulling down where you only really gonna see this. So, so the footage that has now been released is of Odell, and if you're watching on ESPNU, you can see it, but you can't hear it on the radio right now. But I've, I've seen it online and heard the audio. The footage starts as an officer boards the plane and asks to speak with Odell. It then showed footage of a flight attendant saying that Odell refused to put his seatbelt on. Officers repeatedly tell Odell it was not their decision but then he'd have to get off the plane. In fact, what the officer said was he seems to be fine. Yeah, they actually go back and have a conversation with the flight attendants and say, uh, we see no problem here. He's okay. He just looks tired to me. She claims he, he didn't have his pants on, that he wouldn't do it. But, or they, but, but really, it's the, and listen, I don't know I wasn't there. But now that having seen, look, in the service industry, guys, <laughs> you will find a lot of what is called passive-aggressive behavior. Yes. In other words, in other words, they're, 
fulfilling the obligation technically, but doing everything in their power to thwart you, right, to make sure you don't get. So, for example, passive-aggressive behavior, guys, I've been on a plane and I saw an attendant, an, air, an airline attendant, tell some, who asked, like, oh, what do you have to drink? And she said, um, we have uh, Coca-Cola products. As, this, as though this person would know the entire menu of Coca-Cola. This is before they had the little thing in the seat. Like she's tr- being passive-aggressive, right? It seemed to me that <laughs> Odell may have run into a passive-aggressive airline attendant, but I Man, can't say for sure something. I wasn't there. Because Max, Key, I, I didn't see there. any reason to remove him from what I saw on that plane. Kellerman, I wasn't there. So I don't know what transpired from right. the beginning and to the end when he got off the plane. But looking at the video and hearing the people, the flight attendants and the other guy, man, let me tell you something, man. I done been in that situation as a black man, okay? And people do get aggressive, passively aggressive. The moment that you try to explain something to them, they don't want to hear it. You know, they make up stuff and stretch the truth. She says, the, she's saying OBJ didn't have his pants on. So the first thing that you hear is that he didn't have his pants on. You think, well, he's down to his drawers. Oh, God, he's got – okay, well, we both know that that wasn't the case because the dude on the video said, I mean, the guy got his pants on. The police officer says he got his pants on. What are you talking about? Did he have on sweats and shorts underneath, which most likely from my investigating that that's what happened. And he said, I'm hot, so I'm going to take my sweats off right. with my shorts underneath. But she said he didn't have on no pants. Well, maybe well, his, well, he had a sweatshirt I, I, that covered it and she couldn't see it. I'm just so happy that the video actually is not out because what has happened with this story <laughs> is when there's no video becomes hearsay. Yeah. And all and you and a lot of the stories that media was reacting to were reactions of other passengers on the plane who were mad at him. For having everybody removed. Oh, okay. And let's, that became let's, the story. Let's back Instead up. Of now Jay's seeing right. This and you're like, well, wait a second. But go over that they detail. They had no Jay. context to even understand how I even got to that point. Jay, go over that detail. That's another reason that was. It's not just that Odell was removed. Once they removed Odell, I guess protocol is everyone everybody. has to get off the plane. Yes. And I can every, tell you this: if every, I'm on that plane and someone because of someone else, whether they're right or wrong, I got to get off the plane. I'm mad. I don't know what you, happened. You, I'm like, dude, come on. You're making me get off the plane media right now. So you know the that's fans the, or the passengers yep. from their perspective, not seeing it from actually his perspective. Yep. Yeah, once one, one, once they have to remove somebody, everybody got to get off. If you ever get delayed on a plane, Jay, if you ever notice, they never, like you sit on the runway. Yep. Once they go back to the gate, they have to open up the door. Deboard everybody. And everybody got to get off the plane, and it just becomes a whole thing. So – the passengers was mad about it, but then it turned into some comedy hour because OBJ let him know. He told one dude, he called him some some words, and he told him enjoy that cheese board. Well, like and, and, and then people. I, I feel well, like what, what he said was on I, social media. We don't have to recite exactly what he why said. Why not? But, it was funny. Yeah, well, but, you can do it if you want to. Man, I just yeah, did, what he it said was funny. Was, it was funny Odell to me. Told, this guy is mad, and I. By the way, I'd be mad too. Although I might be mad at the airline more than Odell, but he was mad at Odell. See, and, I wouldn't be mad at Odell because I would understand yeah, the right, magnitude right. of the situation. But, but I'm just saying, you're going to be mad at somebody, either the passenger or the airline or both, if you have to get up and inconvenience yourself. And, and he looks at Odell, and he's talking all kinds of crazy, and Odell goes, look, I'm flying private back, okay? I'm 20 minutes. I'm going to be flying private. Enjoy your cheese board. 
Right, like so, like you know, he's flaunting. But, but, he's flaunting but the he's fact not really that flaunting, he's because you know, people then people are reacting. No, now. he is flaunting. He's just coming well, back. People, at him. people are <laughs> reacting, right? Just like, oh, look at this guy. Like the attitude. He's rich. He has money. I'm like, what? So okay. So somebody says something to me, and I can't react to them. But now it's on me because of how I reacted. Uh, well, let me ask you a few questions about that. Are you young? What do you mean? Am I young? Are you a young black athlete? Because then the answer yes. is no. People have a certain reaction, right? Like what Key said, it's true. Yes. Yeah, there, are certain pre, uh, there are certain uh, preconceived notions oh about God, yes. young, entitled athlete that yeah. people should examine about themselves. I, man, you know, you know it, I don't even – I didn't have to check people on planes so many times in my – I had to tell a dude one time, you're not going to talk to me that way because I'm not on this flight with Miles. Mine is fully paid for. You have to every, every now and then. You got to push back on people. Because they will try to take advantage. It just seems to me an absurd way to go about business if you're the airline, removing everyone because a guy had a hard time waking up. Even the cop was like, hey, he seems fine. I mean, you can go if you want. Whatever, it's up to you. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.